Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Gateway Rescue Mission, meeting the physical and spiritual needs of the homeless right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Check us out at www.gatewaymission.org. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. To middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasegra filling in again, filling in again for Gerard. And I'm so happy you have tuned in and you are joining us today. I am in the Element Wealth studio. And if you're thinking about or planning for retirement, it's important to have a plan. If you're looking for one, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I also have uh, a lot of interesting news on the docket for today's program. I'd love to hear from you as I'm going through this. Um, your when your agreements, your criticisms, your additional questions, bring it on. I'd love to generate a really great conversation with the listeners of Mississippi, and I'll direct you to our C Spire text line. You can share your thoughts with us at 601-879-4395. And just remember, please do not text and drive. All right, Rhino, happy Monday. We made it through we the weekend. It. Yeah, how was your weekend? I wasn't quite long enough, but that's the way it is when it comes to football season because uh, the Friday nights get later and all the fun stuff. But, yeah, it's football season, so you can't really complain about the weekend. Yeah, that's right. We had a big, um, it was a middle school jamboree here in Oxford. Um, some of our friends participated in that. So football season is officially up and running uh, when the middle schoolers are partaking in their jamboree. It's all good. So you had a good weekend as well? Yeah, really great weekend. Um, it's actually, it's a big weekend for my family. Today is actually my son's birthday. So happy birthday, Rico Ryder. He turned nine, or he turns nine today, actually, at 2.07 p.m. Central Time. He was born Eastern Time. But anyway, it's a big, been a big weekend. We've had a lot of family in town, um, you know, doing all the festivities that go along with it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, from that, I think, Rhino, it's time to jump into some big news that occurred over the weekend. Um, there's the continued fallout with the Mar-a-Lago raid. And if you could cue up the clip, this is what President Trump recently had to say with regard to the ongoing investigation um, into his home. I did nothing wrong. And it's the exact same thing here. We were essentially attacked. We were broken into. They opened up safes. They brought safe crackers in. They brought many, many FBI agents in, all right before the midterms. And all when I have the best poll numbers I've ever had. This is a political attack on our country, and it's a disgrace. And the people understand it. The people understand it. And they could have come in, and they could have talked to us, and they could have taken whatever they needed. But instead, they raided it. They took my passports. They they took things that they should have never taken with 
uh, that are privileged. And it's a disgrace to our country. It really is. It's just, and it just never ends. It's the same people, the same leaks, the same, uh, they leak to the same places, the same people doing the leaking. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Our country's a wreck. So uh, it's, look, it's true. There are forces within institutions in this country that continue to attack the former president. They continue to attack the people that worked for him. And it's all a part of a very coordinated and highly sophisticated cabal. This was nothing more than a hit job from my perspective. And this is really interesting. My, as I was coming over here, Rhino, I was talking to my husband about this and he reminded me about how all this started. It's really interesting to hear President Biden try to apply some degree Degree of separation with regard to what's going on with the Mar-a-Lago raid. This all initiated uh, months ago when the White House, President Biden, agreed to waive traditional privileges of executive authority with regard to documents. So when most presidents have left in the past, they enjoy um, a longstanding status of executive privilege that applies to the documents and the mementos and all the things that you take with you um, when you leave that office. In this instance, and this started um, earlier this spring, there were letters back and forth, and these letters are all online, but there there's a letter of particular interest, and here's a quote from it, where the um, the person who, legal counsel in the White House, who was charged with executive privilege, basically said um President Biden determined that an assertion of executive privilege is not justified with respect to a set of documents shedding light on events within the White House on and about January 6th. And then they expand that out into broader, extraordinary natures, nature of matters under investigation, um, including the the crossfire hurricane. So let me back up a little bit. We have the Mar-a-Lago raid. You heard President President Trump's response, which he's completely justified in saying. Um, And then you have this. So former Congressman Nunez, who was the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, he was on a podcast, um, I believe, I don't know if it was over the weekend or, or late last week, but basically saying that what the FISA warrants reveal is that the investigation and the raid into President Trump's home, it's all after the Russia, Russia Gate documents. And there's two aspects in the affidavit that scream to him, someone who's learned in uh, the jargon of intel and classifications, um, that make it clear that they're after the Russiagate documents. One was the FISA documents, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, and the HGS, Human Intelligence Control Systems, which these are the same types of intelligence classification caveats and markings that you would see with a FISA operation. And the most important FISA operation that the Democrats currently in charge would be interested in going after with regard to President Trump are those that pertain to the crossfire hurricane, which was the FBI spying on then candidate President Trump's campaign and the absolute fallout from that, all premised on the totally debunked uh, uh, steel dossier. Um, but nonetheless, you've had this raid. We have some degree of an understanding of what they are after. They're not going to let it go. And they released over the weekend, they released the affidavit. Now, the affidavit is what the judge, Judge Reinhardt in Florida, signed off that purportedly includes probable cause that would justify this unprecedented raid into the president's home. 
But if you tried to look at it, you probably saw a lot of black lines. There were 34 pages. 11 of these pages were completely redacted, meaning it was totally blacked out. You're never going to know the words um, that were underneath those black lines. And so it seems clear to those who have been following this very closely and who have experience in these type of intelligence matters that this is just a continuation of a cover-up by the FBI and the political forces going back to the Obama administration and many that still work in the Biden administration trying to cover up their spine on a president campaign and then continuing with the Russiagate host throughout the first throughout the entirety of the Trump administration trying to undermine his credibility. Now, there's another running theory with regard to what the affidavit, even with its multitude of redactions, actually reveals. And this comes from a Hill op-ed, and it basically states that the affidavit reveals that the FBI has nothing on Trump. Um, The probable cause statements, and this is from someone, um, an attorney who has worked closely in these types of matters, who published his piece in The Hill, which is a D.C.-based publication. But basically, his analysis is that the probable cause statements focus on only half of what is needed to show a possible violation of federal statutes that are cited in the warrant. It does not... It does a reasonable job of establishing cause to believe that Trump possessed a range of classified materials or at least once classified materials. That's an important caveat. And that those materials were located in his residence. But what it does not, what it does not make a case for that is actually required, um, if you are interested in pursuing a criminal violation, which we know that's what the Democrats and the powers that be want, Um, A criminal violation of those statutes only exists if it can be established that the person being investigated was not authorized to possess, store, transfer, or copy those documents. This is an easy element to establish against anyone in America except one person, and that is the former president of the United States because he has the sole former president of the United States, and this has been codified in a 2012 legal opinion that's been referenced a lot lately. If there's one person in this world that can establish what is classified and what is not classified, it is the president of the United States. Now, what's next? Um, you, you may have seen a federal judge has indicated an intent to appoint a special master to review the seized documents in the Mar-a-Lago raid. This occurred over the weekend. Um, now, what would a special master would do is to basically go through the materials and to account for what's in there and then to determine what makes sense for purposes of a potential investigation and what doesn't. And the reason a special master is important is because the special master is going to be removed from the investigating body and it could actually inject some degree, some degree of objectivity into this process that has just been rife with, uh, with bias leanings and headed by those who want nothing more than to deliver a devastating political hit job to President Trump. All right, we've got to take a quick break, but I'm going to keep on this and give you a little bit more because while we're focusing on the Mar-a-Lago raid, there's a lot we are not focusing on on the rest of the world, um, and it's important for you to, to know what's going on and pay attention. So we're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned, and we'll have more.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain. High near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain. Partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 60% chance of rain. High near 89. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny. High near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. I have another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fix-It, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video, and new customers are still flying in. American Small Business Booms on TikTok. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Get over here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, Rhino keeping us going this Monday morning. Yeah, let's let that play out a little bit more. 
All right. I'm so happy you've joined us here on Middays at Super Talk. I'm Mandy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard today. And I'm here in the Element Wealth Studio. If you're thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I just want to remind folks of the C Spire text line. You can share your thoughts with us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Please don't text and drive. All right, we already have some good comment and content coming in on the text line. If you're just joining us, let me just catch you up really quick. I'm talking about the continued fallout from the Mar-a-Lago raid, and this is clearly a political hit job um, by all accounts. There's there's no way around it. The affidavit that was released over the week made very made made two components pretty clear to folks beyond it being a political hit job. One that they are after the Russia host. Russia hoax docs, um, and that secondarily, there is nothing substantive to land criminal violations of which we know the left wants. Now, the left wants Trump to go away, but he will not. Look, every time they try to take him down, he comes back stronger. And uh, it seems like they will never learn this lesson, but that certainly seems to be the case with this. Now, I do believe that it's going to get worse before we get past this. Just think about the whole process of going through the Russiagate hoax and the impeachments with um, the Ukrainian engagement. Um, it's it's going to get dark. It's going to get hard. But there are folks working through this to try and ensure that um, to the extent any credibility is required throughout the legal proceedings in the process, that that is an inject that is injected and um, that President Trump comes out after a equal and fair application of the laws. Now, we already know we're a little bit past that. Um, a raid like this never should have happened. But now that we're in this, there's folks fighting back and trying to reestablish some degree of fairness, which is important. But I have a bigger theory. I have a bigger theory that the Mar-a-Lago raid is just an effort to distract. It's extracting, distracting all of us, the media, um, which we can understand. I expect that. But the focus has been shifted away, not only from the day-to-day problems caused by this administration's bad policies leading up to a midterm election. Um, the Democrats, they don't want folks talking about high-cost gas. Yes, it's gone down a little bit, um, but it's still 64% higher than it was on the first day that Biden walked into the office, and that is by design. They don't want to talk about the continued recessionary state of our economy, They won't say the R word, um, but we've had two quarters of negative growth in a row. Um, And that is wreaking havoc, um, not just in broader economic terms, but in what you and I pay when we go to the grocery store, when we purchase the goods we need every day. So this is a part of a large distraction. But it is also a large distraction from investigations that are not being covered. And I'm talking about the Hunter laptop. You've heard about Hunter Biden's laptop. It was a laptop he left at a computer store um, leading up to the presidential election in 2020. And what has been discovered on it um, has all sorts of implications for, you know, backhanded deals to the big guy. We purportedly believe that is Joe Biden, but um, international engagements with international entities that are giving kickbacks to the Biden family. Um, there's a lot of 
just terrible and offensive drug use and interactions with prostitutes on Hunter Biden's laptop. There is a lot of bad information. But if you recall, when the laptop was first discovered and really came out in the media, this was in October leading up to the 2020 election, um, it was censored. And what we found out recently towards the, the tail end of last week, and it was really making the rounds over the weekend, is that this could be at the behest and by design um, from the FBI, again, an organization that's not currently or that's going through problems of credibility. And then you have stories like this come out during an interview um, by Joe Rogan with Mark Zuckerberg. Rhino, if you could play that clip. There was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York yeah, we Post. Yeah, yeah, so you guys censored that as well? The FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team. It was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Just be vigilant. Okay. When the FBI comes a knocking and they tell you to be vigilant, um, that creates a lot of pressure. I'm not defending the actions of Facebook. I'm actually very upset with them. Um, they continue to censor some of my work and some of the work of my friends when we truly are just putting facts out there. But if the FBI tells you to be vigilant, it conjures a type of reaction which, which Zuckerberg reveal, revealed. And he's admitted that Facebook algorithmically censored the Hunter Biden story per an FBI request. Um, and now what he goes on to say is that they didn't they didn't totally take it off Facebook in the way that Twitter did. Remember, Twitter not only took the story off of their platform, but the New York Post who had broke the story, they kicked them off Twitter. They banned them and locked their account um, for weeks, if not months. I can't remember the exact time, but it was a very long time. So the censorship was more black and white on Twitter, but on Facebook, um, if, you know, most of you are probably users of Facebook, you get the trending stories when you log in, and they ensured that the Hunter Biden laptop story was never trending, and so a lot of people missed this leading up to the election. Now, would this have been enough to sway the outcome of the, the election? We don't know, but there is a lot on this laptop that the FBI is not interested in. There's a lot on this out laptop that the journalists are have lost their curiosity about now the fbi in response to zuckerberg's statement um on the on the joe rogan uh, podcast basically stated that quote the fbi routinely notifies u.s private sector entities including including social media providers of potential threat information so that they can decide how to better to defend against threats um okay fine but it was used to censor a story that was of significant relevance leading up to an election. And getting past that, if you can, to this day, nothing has come of it. And there were some news stories over the weekend. There's clearly inappropriate relationships with international entities where there are potential schemes resulting in kickbacks, um, not only to the president's family, but perhaps to himself. Now, the bottom line, doing nothing the FBI doing nothing when they have this plethora of evidence that has since been confirmed um, after the story was suppressed. It's been looked into. It's all been confirmed. 
Nothing has come from it. Um, this continues to undermine the credibility of these investigatory um, administrative entities that historically have been important to establishing and maintaining law and order throughout the country. Unfortunately, it seems that there is a two-tiered system of investigating and justice that regularly comes down against conservatives. President Trump is on the receiving end of that right now, um, and the Democrats continue to get a pass. Um, you also see one of her from, from our text line, um, someone brought up Nancy Pelosi and her husband, um, Paul Pelosi, who had a DUI. Now, uh, ultimately, after significant pressure, um, the consequences of having a DUI were brought to bear on her husband. But until there was such an absolute uproar, he was on the verge of getting another pass. Now, there's nothing worse for this country than the notion of a two-tiered application of our justice system um, that's not healthy, that lends itself to divisive outcomes. But beyond the justice component, I can't help but think that the Mar-a-Lago raid is also a distraction from what's going on in the real world. You know, Friday, I don't know if many folks know this, it was the worst single day in U.S. market history. You didn't hear a lot about that because everyone was focusing on what President Trump was doing. Also, we've yet to get a real response from the White House on the one-year anniversary of the horrible um, and deadly Afghanistan withdrawal. And instead, what we get from the White House Um, Despite President Biden being sold to everyone back in 2020 as the great uniter is him calling half of this country semi-fascist. So they want to distract. They want to they want to cast dispersions on 50 percent of us that really just want to see a fair application of justice um, and want to see this administration shift away from doing the bidding of extreme political parties and actually help the American people that are dealing with the consequences of their bad actions. All right, stay tuned. We've got to take a quick break, but right after the break, we've got Marty Pope, who is a senior hydrologist um, with the National Weather Service. He's going to provide us a very important update on the flooding throughout the state, what to expect next, and how to stay safe. This is Dave Lugman, Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats the Canon deal. Nobody. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land. And just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. 
Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts. If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Some great news for residents along the Pearl River in Jackson, which crested at just shy of 35 and a half feet this morning. That's lower than initially estimated. Justin Michaels with the Weather Channel is reporting that the water in some neighborhoods is already starting to recede. That they have cut the uh, the ejections of water from the Ross Barnett Dam by 10,000 cubic feet per second. That is a huge development for the folks who live here because as we are standing here, we are watching the water levels in this neighborhood uh, begin to recede. It's still going to take a few days for residents in areas that did flood to get back into their homes. MEMA is urging residents that were forced to evacuate not to return home until the agency says it's safe to do so, as the water may not fully recede for another 7 to 10 days. Thankfully, no injuries have been reported. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. JumpstartTestPrep.com. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. 
We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the program. This is Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard. And I'm here in the Element Wealth Studio. If you're thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I also want to let you know that Sports Talk will be remote on Monday at ICC Fulton Campus. Duco football is almost here, and Sports Talk Mississippi will be live at the Davis Event Center on the Fulton campus of Itawamba, Itawamba Community College this afternoon to kick off ICC's Meet the Indians event. Visit letsgoicc.com for more information. And middays tomorrow will actually be in West Point Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live at Mossy Oak in West Point tomorrow, August, as the Prairie Arts Festival gets ready to kick off on Labor Day weekend. All right, folks, and just want to remind you, if you have your uh, any thoughts or questions, especially with regard to our next interview, um, you can go to our ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Please do not text and drive. All right, I'm happy to welcome our first interview for the midday morning. We've got Marty Pope, who is the senior hydrologist with the National Weather Service. Hi, Marty. How are you? Good morning. It's a good, good, I have good news today, which is good, uh, makes it a very good morning. Okay, great. Well, I'm excited. Let's just start with us. Tell, tell us, um, we've, we've heard some scary reports over the weekend about the crest and, and potential reach of flooding. Just read us into what's the latest status with regard to flooding in the Mississippi area. Well, uh, what's really good is a lot of our points that went above uh, flood stage, you know, some of the rivers in central Mississippi from, say, from uh, Log I-20 and just a little north of that to uh, Meridian, those areas most have actually dropped back down below flood. Uh, we still have a lot of flooding uh, on the upper parts of the Pearl River uh, area. Those people up in that area still ex- are still experiencing flooding right now, but the rivers are falling. The only we have, the only place we have a, a rise still is down, say, in the lower Big Black area uh, towards uh, the Edwards area. Uh, the little very big black area between Edwards and say Vicksburg, they're still rising there, and it's going to leave just below uh, just below moderate flooding there. And so it, there's some people who live near the river there that do have issues there at that level. So we're, but luckily it's coming in lower than it's going to give them a real problem. Well, that's good. Um, so in other words, it won't be as far-reaching. The floods that is won't be as far-reaching as we initially thought. 
Well, just looking at everything, like you said, um, you know, the flash flood event is what caused all of these, I mean, all the heavy rainfall is what caused all these local rivers to start rising. Of course, there's a lag between when a, a when you get heavy rainfall and when the rivers start to peak and crest. And we're at, like I said today, in the Jackson area, we're seeing a, actually, the river is beginning to crest in Jackson this morning. It's uh at 35, 37, and that is definitely lower than what we were anticipating earlier, which is very good news for for everyone because, uh, as far as I understand, there really were no uh, – you got right to the houses, uh, but and up to some of the houses in, the say, northeast Jackson and in the city of Jackson itself, but uh, did not get in. There may be a few areas, structures in some places may have had issues, but as far as what we're seeing right now, looks pretty good. Northeast Jackson, the waters are falling pretty rapidly right now in northeast Jackson. Uh, Ross Barnett Reservoir has dropped back about 15,000 cubic feet per second of water this morning, which is, which is really good for us there. That's a, that's a big sign because that causes the river to fall. And uh, so that's, that's just good news there. We're seeing the fall already occur all the way down to Lakeland Drive in Jackson, and we'll start seeing it later this evening, say, around downtown Jackson. Well, that, that is good news among bad news. It's, it's, it's good that it's not as bad as it could have been. Now, how long do right. you expect the flooding to last? Well, uh, the, everything, what's interesting is uh, one time we were predict, uh, projecting it would probably take a lot longer, but we're seeing such big falls above Ross Barnett Reservoir uh, this morning that we're starting to see some fairly significant falls. The Ross Barnett Reservoir, normal pools at 297.5, it's actually up to 298. They were able to hold a lot of water, which has kept, kept us from, uh, uh, from actually getting a higher crest here in the, in the Jackson area. So, uh, we should not, it'll, it's gonna really probably fall a lot quicker than we were thinking now. So we, even, if things work at the best of now, we're thinking the worst would probably be it'll go below flood stage on the best would be going below flood stage on Thursday here in Jackson at the Jackson Gauge. That would be very good news there. Uh, it could last just a little bit longer than that because we've got a lot of water that's on the sides of the channel trying to get back in, so it may slow things down. But uh, it, it's going to be a lot faster than it was initially anticipated. Well, that's good. And, uh, look, we, we've got a couple questions coming in on the C Spire text line. Here's one asking, um, if you could explain the link to determine the rainfall totals in Hattiesburg. Is that, uh, is that a complete question? <laughs> what, what was that one more time? Just repeat that for me. Yeah, so one of our uh, ceasefire text line listeners has is wondering if you can explain the link to determine rainfall totals here in the Hattiesburg area. Well, we we had some very really heavy rainfall just north of Hattiesburg. That's what caused the Leaf River down there to approach flood stage uh, the other night and flood Chain Park at, uh, at the same time. There, uh, it was there was at least some four to five. I mean five. The t- six inches in there at least at, in a very short period of time. On top of that, we were seeing other higher amounts through through the area up to uh, six or seven inches in places. And if folks want to find out more information about that, is there is there a website or a link online that they could find? You could direct them uh, to? Well, there's uh, definitely places you can look for, for data like that. Uh, you could ask them to, they could email me at marty, 
M-A-R-T-Y dot P-O-P-E at N-O-A-A dot gov, and I can uh, send them uh, uh, links to get to where they can see how much rainfall they've had. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so they can reach out directly to you. Certainly appreciate that. Right. Now, with regard to the the flooding areas, could you talk a little bit about um, how how can impact residents stay safe? What should they be considering before walking out the door when there's flooding like this going on around them? Well, of course, you know, when you walk out in it, you don't know what exactly is in the water, so you definitely do not want to walk out in the water or anything like that. Plus, on top of that, too, it makes the, the water we have sort of darker colored, so you never know if there's any holes or things like that that you could fall into. So we want to make sure that people just don't walk around in water, don't drive into water, because you just never know uh, what's what's underneath it sometimes. Even during the day, you can be sort of uh, can be deceived by the water itself. Yeah, no, certainly. So if folks see floodwaters, um, the rule of thumb is just to avoid them. Stay away. You, Absolutely. You may- Driven through yeah, that we say area turn around, don't drown is what the weather service usually says on this. Yeah, and I mean a, a a rule to truly live by, especially in these instances. So if if there's flooding like this um, in a place like Jackson, how can this surround some of the surrounding infrastructure? Does it create residual problems beyond just the water potentially cresting into um, and flooding into buildings and homes? Well, we've had a lot of if I understand your question, we have a lot of uh, new areas that have grown up since we've had since 79. We had the really large, the big giant flood here in the city of Jackson. You know, we've had all of Lakeland Drive areas have built up. We've had, we've had, they're filling in uh, areas that were very low areas in the past. So, of course, that water's got to go somewhere. So it goes into other areas now. So we start, that's the reason we have to really reevaluate every flood to make sure that to see if water is going into another area that, that, that should not have gone in, that didn't go into before. Gotcha. Well, do you, once once this subsides, um, what kind of season are we looking at ahead? Do you have any indication um, whether or not we'll be seeing other flooding along the lines of what we're experiencing right now? Well, the last flood we had, you know, so it was back in 2020 where we got about a foot and a half higher than this. Um, generally, we, I mean, generally, unless we have a tropical storm or a hurricane or something come across us, do we usually not get this kind of rainfall? This is very rare for us, at least here in the Jackson area in recent years, because we, I don't think we've ever had a, a crest from what I've seen, at least on my records, uh, in, in August of this height. But we can get them because of, you know, the tropical storms can do all this and drop a lot, but now we're really wet, so we're going to have to watch the rest of the hurricane season. Yeah, certainly, and luckily we've had a pretty quiet hurricane season so far. Hopefully um, that continues. Well, Marty, thank you so much for joining us, for for telling us the, the silver lining, so to speak, with, uh, with the, the flooding that folks in the Jackson area in particularly are dealing with. Um, the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency deployed 126,000 sandbags. It's advised residents to take photos of valuables, save copies of important documents, elevate and anchor utilities, wires, and clear debris. Shelters are open in the Jackson Police Training Academy and the Madison United Methodist Church. All right, that's it. we got to take a quick break and we'll have more. Stay tuned. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. 
a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jelly, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's gives. Hi, my name is Jason Murda, and I'm a realtor at Four Corner Properties. We specialize in recreational, agricultural, hunting, and timberland, as well as 1031 exchanges, investment properties, commercial, and residential homes. Right now, one of the top investments is real estate. So give me a call today, and I will help you find that perfect piece of property or your next dream home at 769-666-9815 or 601-952-2828 and ask for Jason. This is the opening agri-market report. The open at the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 102 to 116.66. March cotton was down 98 to 113.39. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 16 and three quarters to 14.44 and a half per bushel. January soybeans were down 16 cents to 14.49 and a half per bushel. December corn was up nine and three quarters to six seventy four per bushel. March corn was up nine and a quarter to six seventy nine per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was down to ten cents to one forty two ninety five. December live cattle was down thirty two to one forty eight seventy seven. October feeders down one sixty to one eighty one eighty. November feeders down one sixty five to one eighty three fifty two. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 255 points, 32,027. I'm Dixon Williams. That's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. This Monday morning, almost afternoon, but welcome to the Midday Show. I'm Mandy Gunasekera filling in for Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi, and I'm happy to be in the Element Wealth Studios. If you are thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Now, if you're just joining us, you may have missed a really important interview with Marty Pope. He is a senior hydrologist with the National Weather Service, was giving us the latest readout on the flooding in the Jackson area. While there is still flooding, um, the good news is that the water levels are not cresting as high as they had originally expected. And so the good news from that um, is that uh, it, the, the reach of the floods will not be as extreme and it, the damage will not be as extensive. But as he said, if you see floodwaters, the rule of thumb is turn around, do not drown. Please take this very seriously because it does not take a lot of water, water to push you over or even a vehicle. It really doesn't take that much to lift it up and then to put you, um, your, your family or your friends, whoever may be with you unnecessarily in harm's way. Okay. When we're talking about flooding, I can't help but think about something I saw this past week. And this is, this is the pumps, the Delta pumps, uh, that should have been built long ago but have not been built. Um, last week, Congressman Benny Thompson hosted a, quote, listening session with Delta residents regarding the pumps project. I saw this headline and had to do a double take. It's so frustrating. The Delta residents do not need listening sessions. They need him to use his power and influence, which he has in the White House, to actually get this project across the finish line. And I know he could do that because I literally worked with an extensive group of engineers and legal experts and all the folks that go into assessing the pumps project. I worked with them and teed up on a silver platter for this administration to complete that project. It was ready to go. We had done the work. Our Region 4 administrator had made her way out to the Delta and met with the residents who were dealing with the consequences of this long-standing inaction that continues to plague that community today. And it was months into the Biden administration when this project was literally teed up to be completed. I personally worked on it. I know it was legally sound. The funding was there. All that had to be done was for it to complete its bureaucratic review, and we had worked with the team of people in there to actually get it done Congressman Benny Thompson sent a letter to the White House not using his relationships and his power of influence over this administration of his own party to get the project done and give the residents what they actually need. He used it to stop the project. The letter, this is a quote from the letter he wrote to the White House in 2020. Congressman Benny Thompson, 
I'm requesting they investigate the agencies, that's the EPA, handling of the project during the Trump administration. Well, I was a part of that project. I handled it. There's nothing nefarious to investigate. The only thing that needs to be done is for a final review so the project can get done and these people can go about living their lives without having to be concerned with massive flooding caused by the Army Corps' inability to complete a long-standing flood control project. The entirety of the project has been completed except for pulling the plug in the bathtub, which is the pumps project that we actually need in this part of the Delta. So I had to do a double take when I saw that Congressman Benny Thompson was hosting a listening session with the people of which his own actions stopped the project that they need to actually get done. He's holding a listening session about this project, which purportedly he's pretending like there's nothing he can do. There is something he can do. He can use his power and influence to get them what they need. And and why do why the double take? Why is he just now having this listening session? Well, there is a midterm election coming up in this November, and this pumps project is very sensitive to the voters he supposedly represents. So he's changing course for political gain to pretend like he cares about completing a project that was literally teed up on a silver platter for this administration, the Biden administration, to finish, but he himself stopped. This is politics at its worst, folks. Absolute worst. And the people who suffer the consequences are the farmers and the men and women who have been the heart and soul of that community suffering from inaction, from a bureaucracy and politicians that will say one thing on the ground and then ignore their interests as soon as they get to Washington, D.C. My blood pressure has gone up significantly, but this is absurd because this project should have been done long ago. And politicians having listening sessions is the last thing the people of the Delta need. They need to finish the project, and it can be done, and it is ready to go. All right. I hope you stay tuned. We've got our second interview at the top of the hour. Jenny Gentles, who is the director of the Education Freedom Center, also with the Independent Women's Network. She's going to read us into all that's going on with regard to -to back-to-school policies and some of the efforts she's pushing back. If you're a parent, a grandparent, an uncle or an aunt, you do not want to miss this interview. Stay tuned. We've got more after the break. home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Lillian Wu. Evacuations underway for some Mississippi residents as the Pearl River continues to rise in Jackson. There is a state of emergency here in the town and the next uh, 12 hours or so are going to be crucial for this area uh, because that is when the river is expected to crest. And again, near its major flood stage, there is an emergency command shelter set up nearby at a church to help people uh, out of their homes. Numerous roads are closed here. Fox Weathers, Will Nunley. The state's governor, Tate Reeves, telling Fox. The challenge with rising 
spring water is this is the peak at Jackson. We're going to see uh, the river rise all the way from Jackson all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico. It's about 100 miles or a little more. And at least one demonstrator killed in clashes in Iraq is an influential Shiite cleric announces he'll resign from politics there. Muqtad al-Sadr's angry followers storm the government palace. America's listening to Fox News. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Pearl River crested at just shy of 35 and a half feet, lower than initially estimated. That means some neighborhoods that were bracing for the impact of severe flooding can rest a little easier as the waters began to recede. Governor Tate Reeves declared a state of emergency Saturday. Local, state, and federal agencies continue to monitor this situation closely. MEMA also has drones in the air to assess water levels along the Pearl River. This will ensure that we consistently have the most accurate and up-to-date information on the flood areas and on the water movement. It's still going to take a few days for residents in areas that did flood to get back into their homes. MEMA is urging residents that were forced to evacuate not to return home until the agency says it's safe, as the water may not fully recede for another 7 to 10 days. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Diesel prices are back above $5 a gallon nationally after falling for over 60 straight days. And that's putting the squeeze on farmers and truckers across the country. The current average for a gallon of diesel in Mississippi is at four sixty-five dollars a gallon. Just a year ago, the average was only two ninety-one. dollars 
Some of the same issues lawmakers dealt with in the past legislative session may come up again in 2023, according to Senator Daniel Sparks. So we're going to have to look at the ARPA monies that have been allocated. Mm-hmm. Are those funds moving? Because they are time sensitive. And if they're not, we need to repurpose those funds. We need to make sure that we uh, make their greatest impact here in the state. The legislature passed historic tax cuts last year, and he expects that to come up again as well, especially as Mississippians continue to deal with record high inflation. What relief that we can give to Mississippians, you know, across the board that are just, you know, under these pressures. The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event, as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. I'm so glad you've tuned in here on Middays at Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Mandy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard this mid-morning afternoon. And I'm here in the Element Wealth Studio. If you're thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Okay, I'm excited to join our second interview of the show, Jenny Gentles, who is the Director of Education Freedom Center at the Independent Women's Forum. She's also a contributor to the Independent Women's Network. If folks are not familiar with that, I'd suggest going to IWN.org and checking it out. Um, she is a longtime school choice advocate, a former state and federal education policy leader. Her work has appeared all over the country, National Review, Newsweek, City Journal, Real Clear Education, Town Hall, and here with us, Jenny, welcome back to the show. Mandy, thanks so much for having me. Glad to be talking to you today. Yeah, so let's just jump right in. This, you know, last year really was coined the year of the parent. And a lot of this had to do with the fallout from COVID, the fact that kids were at home, parents could, you know, had an opportunity to see what they were being exposed to from the curriculum through the type of teachers um, and and also 
having the challenge of trying to get kids back into school with the COVID fallout. Now, with this year's back-to-school endeavor, how has it been different or has it been different than previous years given the different approach some parents are taking with regard to how they view school and they get their kids back in the classroom? Well, I think we have to start with the understanding that trust is broken between parents and school districts and certainly between parents and school boards. And so parents' eyes are are open now. Um, they might want the school year to start and um, just be a total return to normal and just trust that that's what was going to happen. But the last three school years, essentially, because the COVID era spans three school years, um, has opened their eyes and they've realized, no, I need to put um, measures in place. I need to take some action to ensure that I'm protecting my child and my family and that I'm speaking up on, on behalf of all children in our community. And so that's what um, the Independent Women's Network in particular wanted to empower parents to be able to do this school year. And we've done that um, through my Escaping Your Government Assigned School series for parents who are saying, I'm done with my school district. I want to look into other options. I have conversations um, that hopefully will inspire them on and inform them on how to do that. But then also through a, we created a, a back-to-school series um, and had a, a number of conversations with experts that could help parents think through how to protect my child against CRT, against the return of masking, um, how to get school districts to focus on the important things like learning loss and to file FOIA requests um, to question what school districts are doing and, and how they're spending their money. And then an issue that um, I've put a lot of attention to is how to protect children against um, gender support plans and other issues that are going on with gender. And we can talk more in detail about that issue. Yeah, so before we get into the gender support plans, and and I do think it's important to explain to the listeners what that is, here's a question. So I feel like the state of school systems is you get a lot of information. As a parent, I get a ton of information from my school. Um, I know when they're having a school board meeting, I can see the agenda. But when I look at the agenda, it's just full of ambiguous language. I don't really know what they're discussing. So what's the advice for parents who want to keep a better eye of what's actually going on behind the scenes deliberations with school boards when you you are given a lot of information. There's been all manner of platforms and apps parents now can have to have what I think is a false sense of having insight into what's going on in the school. How can they actually sift through that and know what administrations, what superintendents, what school boards are actually thinking about, especially with regard to some of these hot-button issues? Well, Mandy, I'm going to say this as an education policy expert. I don't actually find school districts, um, school board meetings particularly interesting or engaging. And, and I think it's okay if, if parents feel that way. But all of us now realize just how important they are and how important vigilance is. Um, and we also know some of the games that have been played. So, for example, um, like you mentioned, those, the, there's a, an aura of transparency, but that's actually not what's, what's happening. Uh, uh, an item on a school board agenda might actually link to another document that explains the full policy of what's being implemented. And so you actually don't know what's being implemented um, probably without discussion, unless you've got some eagle eyes clicking, 
digging and doing that extra reading. And I don't think it's fair to assume that every parent can monitor every school board meeting and click on every link and read every document. And so I think it's really important to form um, groups within the within the community and share that responsibility. And in my community in Arlington, Virginia, there's a, a wonderful group called um, Arlington Parents for Education. And there's a core group on there within that um, larger group that actively monitor school board meetings. They love doing this, and they report on um, what's happened uh, in their in their regular newsletters, and they also um, have an online discussion happening on Facebook when that school board meeting is happening, and I trust them. I trust them to monitor what's going on in my school district, so I definitely don't feel, I don't want parents to feel that they're alone in this, and I, I feel like they, they really need to recognize the importance of, of those discussions, and then recognize the importance of forming a group within their community to to monitor and share that information. That's great to hear. And I have to say, I was a part of a parent group that formed in our own school district when there were mass mandates imposed without sufficient justification. And the residual effect is um, there is a there's a group me group that I'm a part of um, where if anything does happen, we can spring into action. So for anyone who is listening um, and you may be a part of other school districts, band together with like minded parents that um, we don't want to necessarily control the school system, but we want to make sure we protect the role of the parent in that relationship. It is the parent to determine personal health decisions and others when it comes to the continued education of our kids. Okay, Jenny, you mentioned um, the gender issues that have uh, come to the limelight recently. Could you talk about these gender programs and, and the problems around them? Right. Well, I feel like this time last year, CRT or critical race theory was getting a lot of attention and parents were waking up to what was going on, um, in their, in their school districts and lessons and, um, teacher training materials and just a, a worldview that was, um, pretty surprising. Um, what's happened in the, in the year since then, as we head into this school year, parents are now awakened and aware of another critical theory, um, that's been infused um, and imposed on um, schools, both public schools, but then uh, a good number of elite woke private schools. And uh, this gender ideology version of, of critical theory very much teaches that um, students are to choose what gender they they believe themselves to be. Um, it teaches young children that boys and girls are assigned a gender at birth and that sometimes the doctor gets it wrong. And so books and lessons are encouraging these kids to, to question um, the existence of biological sex to question what gender they might be, to question what sexuality they might be as well. That's thrown in there and, and terms like pansexual and, and whatnot are introduced at, at very young ages. And, um, once those lessons and those books and those materials are, are introduced, uh, it's, Often in surveys, um, students are asked which gender they are, what pronouns they want to be um, using. Once they've expressed uh, gender identity or pronouns or a name that's different than the, than their the name that their their um, parents gave them, um, the school swiftly moves into action and creates something called a gender support plan. And this determines the. The, what the child's going to be called at school, what bathrooms the child will use, uh, what overnight accommodations um, she or he might have. And then it also determines whether or not the parents are going to be notified. And it's totally up to that child. If the child says, and this will be, you know, 
an 11-year-old girl uh, might say, no, I don't want my, my parents to, to know they might question why I'm doing this, um, then the child has one identity at school and a different identity um, at home, and the, the school keeps that secret from, from the parents by using different names and different pronouns um, given the, the different situations. And so essentially the school is actively and aggressively socially transitioning a child and pushing them down a path um, which can often lead to medical transitions, um, which we know uh, are irreversible and cause lifelong damage and, and um, health complications. All of this that's, is being done without parent notification. That's absolutely frightening. The fact that something like this would go on and they go out of their way to hide this from the parents. Well, Jenny, we're running out of time on this segment, but really quick, um, where can folks find out more information about the work that you do? So I can be uh, found on iwf.org slash EFC. That stands for Education Freedom Center or on the Independent Women's Network, IW Network. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. For our listeners, stay tuned. We've got more after the break. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. You hear those notifications? That's small businesses in America taking off on TikTok. Businesses like Porgy's Hot Dogs. Got another good one for y'all today. Our peanut butter and jelly dog. Their homemade hot dog videos pull in diners from across the country. And there's Matt Fixit, your local handyman just building a business. Holy freaking drywall repair. We've got a bathtub above this kitchen. Over a million people saw that video. And new customers are still flying in. American Small Business booms on TikTok. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night. Monday, enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu. Hours and location. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones financial advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. 
a statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. When he heard his first Beatles song Love me do, I think it was But from there it didn't take him long Got himself a guitar Used to play every night All right, Rhino, thank you for bringing us in right After our interview, if you were just joining us I'm so glad you've tuned in Here on Middays in Super Talk, Mississippi I'm Mandy Gunasegara, filling in for Gerard this afternoon. And I'm here in the Element Wealth Studio. If you're thinking about or planning for retirement, it's important to have a plan. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I also want to remind folks of the new show here, Thunder and Lightning, on Wednesday nights. You can now catch Thunder and Lightning live with Brian Hiddad across the entire Super Talk Mississippi network and on Super Talk TV each Wednesday night starting at 6 p.m. Thunder and Lightning covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs like no one else. And of course, you'll still be able to get daily Thunder and Lightning episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we've got some good feedback coming in on the ceasefire text line. Um, feel free to add your thoughts, 601-879-4395. And if you're just joining us, we had an interview with uh, Jenny Gentles, who's head of the Economic Freedom Center based in Washington, D.C. But one of our listen- listeners basically said this, and, and I think uh, he or she summed it up nicely. This sounds like child abuse, endangerment, and progressive potential pedophilia to me. The school boards are doing what they're told to keep their jobs without regard to the children's well-being. Am I the only person who sees this? No, you're not the only person who sees this. I see it as well. And and I can tell you, at least in um, in the, the district of, of which I'm a part of here in North Mississippi, that there's a lot of parents who are being vigilant um, and trying to stay on top because there are larger for- forces Excuse me. Larger forces at work. Um, this is part of a broad reaching agenda aimed at degrading basic understanding, whether it's the nuclear family, whether it's boys or boys and girls or girls, whether it is the role of um, religion aimed at propping people up, whether it is the role of competitive capitalism that has literally led us to build the economy we all enjoy and are, are a part of today um, with success and failure goes along with it. There's no guarantee, but all of these aspects that really are, are the underlying fabric of the society that we're a part of that has led us to the great lives we have, those are all under attack. And what the left has done, it's Marxist ideology that has permeated and taken over the extreme left. They are using the institutions 
throughout the country to push their agenda, in large part because they've been unsuccessful in trying to push these efforts on Capitol Hill, because Capitol Hill still represents the voice of the American people. And there are important provisions and procedures in place to protect um, the role of the majority and the will of the people, but without acting too fast and too rash. So the policies from the left tend to not be popular. They tend to not be well thought out. They come with a range of consequences. And so with an inability to be successful on Capitol Hill, these these forces have looked to co-opt institutions and then push their agenda that way. We've seen it at the Department of Education, and it's it's coming out with uh, or it's manifesting itself in these local initiatives, whether it was CRT last year or we're seeing this gender ideology um, this year. But it's also occurred at, at other institutions. I mean, I started out with the Mar-a-Lago raid. The FBI and some of our investigatory institutions, they've been co-opted by these same forces looking to establish a two-tiered system of justice that, what does it do? It tears us apart. And if you are a Marxist and you're of these left-leaning, or you ascribe to this left-leaning ideology, you want to tell this country apart because it's all about breaking it down to purportedly build it back up. But the problem for the Marxists is that the building it back up side of the equation never actually materializes. And there's a long history of these ideologies lending itself to Serious harm, um, serious harm to communities and devastating impacts to people. Okay, so uh, I, to our listener, you are not the only one who sees this. I see it too, but it's important to talk to your friends, talk to parents, everyone. We've got, we've got to be vigilant together because these forces at work have the benefit of the federal government, the funding, the resources, and the experts that go along with it. So we've got to be vigilant as, as the parents and as friends in a community to stand up and push back together. Now, speaking of control, um, there was a recent interview uh, with the president that called into question not only who is controlling him, but also who is making the decisions at the White House. Um, President Biden, it's from the start, there's been concerns about his state of mind, his capacity to be an actual leader. And this latest interaction after an interview with a uh, cadre of reporters um, makes very clear that we should all continue to be concerned. Ryan, if you could play that clip. Where everybody thought anything would go. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I took control. I shouldn't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Go ahead. You I tell me. I think we're going to go ahead and um, have the rest of the conversation um, close back. So thank you all so much. Okay, well, that's that's a bit of madness. But the takeaway from there is that uh, it's been known that President Biden always has a list, a self-selected list, um, or not self-selected, a preordained list from his staff of which reporters to call on and in what order and what to ask them about. It's been very controlled, completely different than the Trump administration, um, where there were a lot of times the president would get up there um, and he would he would call on anyone and everyone. But nonetheless, they're back to this very controlled approach to press engagement. And that's because without that type of direction, President Biden would not be able to handle those sorts of interactions. And this one is just it it exposed itself because you may have missed it uh, amongst all the background noise. But he essentially calls out a reporter that's not on the list, the preordained list from his staff, 
then you, the staffer steps in um, and tries to wrap up the meeting. And the president apologizes to her um, and basically says, sorry, I took control and I shouldn't do that. The president is apologizing to staff for taking control and that he shouldn't do that. Now, as a staffer who's been in these situations where there is a balance between letting a principal engage in the way that they do and maintain a schedule, there is a balance to that. But this is something well beyond that. This is handlers handling the president who is incapable to make decisions for himself. And not only not only does he know that, that essentially dictates his entire day-to-day. Now, to flashback, not too long ago, there were those pictures taken of the memos um, that were typed up for him, and it, it had basic functional directions built into the talking points that he was supposed to, to say, like, you, sit down. You, call on the next person. Um, this is indicative of, of a... a a brain function that is in decline. We've known that from the start, but the problem for the president and what this interaction exposes is that it's the handlers not only controlling his day-to-day interactions, but also calling the shots with regard to the extreme policies, um, the extreme policies that they are pushing that are causing all sorts of havoc across the country. Biden is a puppet to the extreme left. That's what he was. Even leading up to the 2020 election, he was he was sold as some nostalgic version of Democrats from back in the day that represented the working men and women. But that is not true. They the Democrat Party increasingly has aligned itself with an elite left that is pushing really damaging policies. And one of those um, is the student loan forgiveness plan or bailout. Um, if you if you missed this, and you probably didn't, but just to remind you, the president announced that they're going to bail out to the tune of ten thousand um, dollars for those making under one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars, and up to twenty thousand dollars for Pell Grant recipients for any outstanding student loan debt. Now, what is this going to cost the taxpayers? There's a range of analyses. There's a couple that came out over the weekend, but the average cost to taxpayers is expected to be about $500 billion. $500 billion to bail out debt that has yet to be repaid by students who went to colleges and universities, and the majority of them earned degrees that aren't helping them be successful because they're really they're really bad degrees these are your gender studies um your gender studies degrees or some convoluted subject area that doesn't re- lend itself to actually generating value out in the real world now one of the analyses i was looking at this weekend this is a little frustrating that in 4 years college debt is expected to be right back where it is today so this 500,000 expenditure to folks um, in four years, it's going to be right back where it is today. And that's because there were no overarching policy solutions to the problem. Why is debt so high? Well, it's because the cost of going to college has skyrocketed. Why is that the case? Because the federal government subsidizes it to the point that they can get away with jacking up the cost and then students taking out debt. And then now, if they're unable to pay, they're going to reward them anyway. Um, this is creating creating all sorts of issues. But the biggest problem is it's very unfair to folks who didn't take out loans, who worked an extra job to pay for their expenses, or they found another way to generate real value um, out in the real world. Um, but again, this is what's to be expected from the extreme handlers 
that are controlling not only the president, but the policies of this country. We've got to take a quick break, but got much more. Stay tuned. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions with a 60% chance of rain. High near 91. Tonight, a 30% chance of rain. Partly cloudy, low around 75. Your Tuesday, partly sunny conditions, a 60% chance of rain. High near 89. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny. High near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, diamonds, watches, specialty gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 25 to 50% off. And for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's Lance Landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's gives. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Pearl River crested at just shy of 35 and a half feet, lower than initially estimated. That means some neighborhoods that were bracing for the impact of severe flooding can rest a little easier as the waters begin to recede. Governor Tate Reeves declared a state of emergency Saturday. Local, state, and federal agencies continue to monitor this situation closely. MEMA also has drones in the air to assess water levels along the Pearl River. This will ensure that we consistently have the most accurate and up-to-date information on the flood areas 
and on the water movement. It's still going to take a few days for residents in areas that did flood to get back into their homes. MEMA is urging residents that were forced to evacuate not to return home until the agency says it's safe, as the water may not fully recede for another 7 to 10 days. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage, used car buying that's built for you. Being prepared before the storm is the best way to protect your home or business. Making sure your generator is in peak performance and ready for the job will keep you prepared. Taylor's Sudden Service can set up scheduled service calls to keep your generator running at peak performance. Taylor services all makes and models of generators and helps keep your generator prepared for the storm. If you own a generator, call Taylor's Sudden Service at 601-922-4444. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Happy Monday. I'm so glad you have tuned in here on Super Talk Mississippi. This is the Midday Show, and I'm Mandy Gunasekera filling in for Gerard this mid-morning slash afternoon. And I'm happy to be here in the Element Wealth Studio. If you're thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? If not, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I just want to remind you all about a new podcast from Super Talk Mississippi. It's called Tired of the Wait. Super Talk Mississippi's very own Rebecca Turner and actress Amaya Edwards have teamed up for a new podcast to tackle physical, mental, and spiritual health. You can find the Tired of the Wait podcast from Super Talk Mississippi anywhere you get your podcasts and on demand at supertalk.fm. I will certainly be tuning into that um, to learn more about that, the, the subjects covered on the Tired of the Wait podcast. Okay, just to wrap up, the issue with the student loan bailout, if you're just joining us, I've been talking about the student loan bailout. Um, that is 
just another one of these extreme policies that is wreaking havoc, not only on the American economy writ large, but on we, the people, we, the workers, the ones who are out here um, having to fill our cars up with gas to go create real value. Um, there are so many extreme policies coming from the White House that have an absolute disregard for and unappreciation for the work that the majority of the American people do every day. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that President Biden isn't the one making the decisions. Maybe he was a Democrat, a a, a more moderate Joe of the past. But even if he was, um, the people who are actually making the decisions are the handlers around him that are extreme liberals that keep pushing these disastrous policies where they are prioritizing either a, a liberal ideology or political benefits to their donors that make the life of the American worker that much harder. They make the life of the American family that much more complicated because all of their policies lend itself to increased cost, uh, reduced liberty, and all sorts of problems that we're having to deal with. On the student loan bailout, again, this is infuriating for folks who were responsible with to debt with regard to debt that they generated and they actually paid off. It's also infuriating for people who forewent building up that debt, either by working extra jobs in college, finding ways to make ends meet as a, a young, starving student, or those who forewent college altogether and started working in trades, apprenticeships. It is an outright disrespect for the people who have done the right thing, and it actually rewards really bad behavior. And here's another problem with it. The main beneficiaries of this, who pays for it? We, the taxpayers. And and I think I accidentally said 500000 I actually meant 500 uh, The The projected cost um, is $500 billion is what it's going to cost the taxpayers for this student loan bailout. But the other beneficiaries besides those who reap the benefits of the federal government rewarding irresponsible bad behavior, are universities. Universities are giant beneficiaries. And here's an interesting statistic I saw that stuck out to me that since the 1990s, so we're talking about quite some time, but since the 1990s, there's been a 60% increase in administrative positions across universities as opposed to teaching positions. So within the universities, what are they doing with this money? Well, instead of thinking about programs that could actually benefit students and help give them the skills they need to be successful in the world, um, they are building out administrative bureaucracies within the universities that lend itself to process instead of actual outcomes that can generate tangible value that historically have been quite good. And here's something else that I found out that that is very frustrating. Again, this this uh, this just hits a little close at home. At least 30 of Biden's White House aides are going to receive um, the or they are eligible to receive whether or not they actually go through with it. The student loan bailout. This is so frustrating because if you were working at the White House, you are you, you have achieved some level of significant success. Now, from a political spectrum, if you're working at the Biden White House, I probably disagree with your approach to policies. But if you are someone who cares about and works in and has invested in the democratic process and you end up working at the White House, 
Um, that's like working at the NFL if you are a football player. It is the creme de la creme of, of jobs and opportunity. And the fact that people who have attained that level of, of success are now eligible for this this loan bailout that they're trying to sell as it's for those who um, just haven't gotten a lucky break. That is that is beyond absurd. That is beyond absurd. Now, if you're a student or you're a parent, I know it's back to school and you're trying to think about, okay, what do I do? I want to go to college or I want my child to go to college. Are there any tools available to help me figure out are there programs that are worth pursuing? The answer is Yes, there is, and there is a tool out there that could help you. Um, there's an organization called the Texas Public Policy Foundation, but they've put together a tool um, where they've set up these metrics, and they explain all the metrics. They provide you with the definitions um, to help you understand their analysis and then how they came up with what schools and programs are worth investing in because they've done an analysis assessing debt-generated versus earnings potential. And so you can go to tppf.org and you can click on the informed choice for parents link or just search for that and it will pop up. It will give you a little bit of a guiding light with regard to um, college and next steps. All right. Speaking of other problematic issues coming from and problematic people coming from the Biden administration, you may have missed this, but this was covered in the post millennial. Does Lois Lerner ring a bell? Lois Lerner, if it doesn't ring a bell, um, she was at the heart of the IRS targeting conservative groups during the Obama administration. Well, she had an accomplice, a person, a woman named Nicole Flax, and she has been selected to run the new IRS centralized office, a.k.a. the 87,000 agents that are going to be unleashed on Americans um, trying to go after from the government's perspective, the dollars we are all hiding away from them. Um, just a little bit more on this. Nicole Flax, she was among the IRS agents who claimed that a computer crashed conveniently and erased correspondence that Congress had asked for as they sought to uncover the IRS scheme targeting conservative political groups. This is, this is another one of those instances where we know that there was nefarious bad action during a Democrat administration, this is the Obama administration, they were using the power, weaponizing the IRS. They were using their power against conservative groups, nonprofits, who when you were trying to be set up as a nonprofit, you have to have your nonprofit status approved by the IRS to continue to receive funds and then do the work that you want to do. Um, the IRS under the Obama administration was using the, their power to deter the development and the growth of conservative organizations. And we didn't find all this out at the time because the IRS folks who were in charge of these programs, including this Nicole Flax, but Lois Lerner was the head of it. She was the one who famously testified before Congress. But Nicole Flax was a, uh, a senior, a senior official that was a part of this whole endeavor. We couldn't get the information at the time because mysteriously, it was only six computers affiliated with the six people who were in charge of this conservative targeting effort at the IRS under the Obama administration. They completely crashed. And the congressional members who were charged with oversight and trying to shine a light on this whole issue, they could not get the information that they needed. Now, since then, some of that information from these 
crash computers has been recovered, and it was 100% confirmed that they were, in fact, targeting these conservative groups. And what they essentially would do is when applications would come in, they would basically do their version of a Control-F search, and they would use terms like Tea Party, conservative, taxes, quote, and make America a better place to live, to flag applications and then put those at the bottom of the list. So the proliferation or the growth of conservative nonprofits to push back against some of the policies causing problems during the Obama administration, the same ones that we're experiencing during the Biden administration, um, could not actually come to fruition. Well, her accomplice, Nicole Flax, is now in charge of the new 87,000 IRS agents that have been created um, with the passage of the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Um, this is scary times, folks, but I will just say this. This is why it's important this November um, to go out there and to vote for more conservative members that will apply oversight on this administration. They have gotten a free pass to date, and if they're putting people like this in charge of the IRS especially people who've been a part of past efforts to weaponize that system against everyday Americans. We need oversight and we need accountability. And the only way we're going to get that is if things flip in Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill. All right, we've got to take a quick break, but we've got our final segment. Stay tuned. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The EPA announced Friday the agency will move ahead with plans to declare at 
released two widely used PFAS chemicals as hazardous materials. USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack has called PFAS contamination on farms a crisis, but the USDA's press office did not respond Friday to questions on the EPA's proposed rule. An EPA proposal to designate two forever chemicals as hazardous substances under the Superfund law likely won't directly help farmers who already have contaminated fields or livestock, but could help prevent future farm contamination. After issuing drinking water advisories and increasing awareness, the EPA on Friday proposed to designate two of the most widely used chemicals known as PFAS chemicals as hazardous substances under the law known as the Superfund to add more regulation to the chemicals and to help polluters be more accountable. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Closing things up right during this final segment here on Middays at Super Talk Mississippi. I'm so glad you've joined us and been with us through the program. I'm Andy Gunasekara filling in for Gerard. And I've been here in the Element Wealth studio. If you're thinking about or planning for retirement, do you have a plan? If not, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. I'd also like to remind all of our listeners of the many ways to listen, watch, and follow all that's going on here on Super Talk. You can listen to Middays with Gerard Gibbert on supertalk.fm and the Super Talk Mississippi app. But the best way to listen to the show each day, of course, is always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station anywhere across the state. You can also 
Watch Super Talk TV on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Ceasefire TV, or YouTube. And don't forget social media. You can keep up with everything on Super Talk Mississippi by following us on Twitter. Just search for at Super Talk on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow Super Talk Mississippi on Facebook for stories and videos about the news, politics, and sports happening all across our great state. And with regard to any of the the articles and points I've been covering today, you can always follow me. I'm at Mississippi MG, um, and I'm regularly putting out this kind of information. I just want to take a step back, though. So, so many of the problems that have been created by the policies of this administration are a continuation of ideas that were set in the 1960s. This was known as the Great Society, and the the concepts behind the Great Society of the 1960s, this is then-President Lyndon B. Johnson, um, who really pushed the largest, what they called, quote-unquote, social reform effort ever. But so many of the programs that started have manifested itself into problems today, a perpetuation of social problems or abuse by liberal administrations, the likes of which we are seeing today. But the idea behind it is the government filling the role of the nuclear family, parents, hard work, things that are fundamental to what makes our country tick quite successfully. And this is true for education. Um, this is true for homelessness. And this is true for the economy. When the government tries to take over and expand its relative role, it lends itself to major problems, perpetuating problems on the homelessness side, keeping people in homelessness instead of helping them out to get past it. So beyond the the, the problems we're dealing with today, we've got to take, take a step back and think about the policies that have been in the works literally for decades in this country that maybe it is time to seriously reassess. And I know folks are thinking about this. This is why I'm excited about November and about next Congress where we can start reassessing some of these well-intentioned but problematic policies across so many fronts that are causing more harm than actual good. All right, Rhino. Now, speaking of good, though, let's let's lighten things up a little bit. Um, today's an anniversary for something from a restaurant, uh, Popeyes, I think. Yeah, that's actually uh, down the the way back machine rabbit hole. If you think back to pre-COVID and what people were fighting about, literally and arguing over, and it was three years ago this weekend that Popeyes took away the chicken sandwich after their debacle of a release for. I think it was a couple weeks there where you could go to Popeye's and get the chicken sandwich and get in a fist fight with somebody because they got the last one. So Popeye's got rid of it and then brought it back. But it got me thinking about other things that haven't been done since before COVID. And if you go to the, the Middays Facebook group, just type in Middays with Gerard Gibbert, you'll see a video that I just posted. It's the first time it's been run since 2019, since pre-COVID. But at Emerald Downs out in Washington State, they had – their T-Rex race make a comeback where over 150 people put on those goofy inflatable T-Rex costumes, lined up in the chutes like a horse race, and took off and had a 116th mile race. It's worth it the 30, 40 seconds just to watch it. So go to Facebook, type in Middays with Gerard Gibbert, and you'll find the T-Rex Derby video. And think about what life was like pre-COVID. 
pre-COVID. Slowly but surely, we're getting back. Um, and the the sign the sign is the T Rex races. Um, we need we need those to come back. You've got to have some special um, type of endurance to be able to run any distance with one of those costumes on. I would think, especially with it flopping around. Yeah, the wind resistance is what I was thinking about. All right, well, we're going to end it there. Thank you so much for joining. It's been an honor and a privilege, really, to be a part of today's programming and to have your attention throughout the Midday's program. Again, I'm Mandy Gunasekra. been filling in for Gerard today. I hope you are off to a great rest of this Monday and a great rest of the week. Until next time. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.